In this video, I'm going to be discussing the phenomena that used to be known in the old PUA days as LMR, which stands for last minute resistance, as we used to call it LMH, last minute hesitation. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. So this describes the situation which does happen relatively commonly, especially as you get better at getting women home fast. It's a situation whereby, you know, you've seduced the girl, you've taken her home, you get in bed, you're making out, and then she puts the brakes on, right? So maybe you've gotten half undressed or you're, you know, you're getting hot and heavy. She seems really into it. And then for some kind of unknown reason, she just puts a hard break on it and doesn't want to go any further. So I think it's better to look at this as hesitation as opposed to resistance, because if the situation is that she really is resisting, as in she doesn't want to do it, then we're not really trying to find out any techniques to force her or convince her or coerce her or trick her or anything into doing something she doesn't want. So what we're really looking at here is hesitation. Now, you've been in situations where there was something you wanted to do, but you're hesitant because there's fear involved, because there's the unknown, because you don't know what the consequences are going to be. Maybe you've had bad consequences in the past. You know, you went riding a horse, you fell off the horse, and so you're nervous to get back on the horse. And this certainly is a thing that happens to women where they have bad sexual experiences, messy ones, disrespectful ones, ones that were just bleh, not worth it. Uh, ones where the man treated her not very well afterwards is a very common one. So there's all these fears that she may have trepidation about having sex with you that is not necessarily about the sex itself, although it can be, but it's often more likely to be uh, around what does she perceive your judgment of her and her judgment of herself and let's say her peers, for example, let's say she was seen leaving the venue with you by uh, her entire class because you're at a uni bar, for example. And so she may be worried about her reputation or what it, what it would mean to the friends that you haven't even met but maybe they saw you if she sleeps with you, right? So there's all these different mental constructs, emotional resistances, fears can be to do with her own lack of self-esteem or worrying about what she's going to look like or whether she's shaved a pussy. Like there's a whole bunch of things that can go into a woman suddenly putting the brakes on when it appears to be that everything is going well. Another reason why a woman might hesitate is that she has rules, right? So this is usually a result of life experience, so a woman may have had situations where she's had regretful hookups of some sort, one night stands or hookups where it was either that the sex was just bad or, or kind of clumsy or the guy didn't treat her very well, right? So it might not be that he was, you know, pushy and aggressive and called her a slut and shared her nude photos or anything so extreme, but it can just be that they had sex and he fell asleep and then she just had to kind of do her own walk of shame. Or, you know, like they started making out in the lounge room, got half undressed, went to the bedroom and then did their thing and then he passes out. And so she has to go half naked to the lounge room to pick up her gear. She doesn't feel well looked after. Or he's just kind of, she says she's going to go and it's middle of the night and he just waves and she's walks out onto the empty street in the middle of the night and she hasn't been looked after, right? So a gentleman always makes sure, no matter if it's a one night stand or a marriage, that she gets home safe. Right. Often I don't let women stay overnight, often, primarily because I'm insomniac and also I don't want to give them that impression. So often I do send them home after sex, but I do it in a very gentlemanly way. Right. So, I'll, I mean, we'll have sex, we hang out afterwards, shower, chill, whatever we're doing. And then I'll say, 
I've got to get up early in the morning, which is not true because I never get up early in the morning or I've got to do, or I got to do some calls now, which is often true because I often do my calls two in the morning to Australia and so on. Or I say, look, you know, I I don't do sleepovers because I'm an insomniac. So let me know when you're ready and I'll get you an Uber. Occasionally goes mildly, you know, taken aback by that, then I'm not going to let her stay the night. But for me, that's better to send the the right message. That's up to you. But either way, I'm making sure she gets home safely. Okay, if it's in the middle of the day and the tram stops out the door, then I'll walk her downstairs and walk her to the tram stop or the, you know, the bus stop or whatever. I don't just, you know, wave from the bed and then pass out as she walks out. For these and various other reasons and situations, often a woman can reach a point in her life where she's like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Because the last three times I hooked up with a guy the same day I met him or this first date we went out on, X happened or or Y didn't happen and it was overall disappointing to me. And so I'm going to, from now on, not sleep with men on the first date, at least, or the first and second dates, because I want to see what they're like. I want to see if they're serious about this. I want to get a better feel for them and, and, you know, see if what he does when he doesn't get what he wants immediately, does he, is he going to try? Right? Do I do I matter enough that he's going to go on a second date with me, or am I just a random chick that if he gets to bang me, he he will, and then he'll move on to the next one? Right? So what is the truth about that is in your head, but these can be the concerns that a woman would have. And so she may come to the conclusion that I must have rules, and there's there's books about that, the rules, these very archaic kind of uh, dating rules books for women that basically say you need to lead the man on and not not give it up too quickly because then he won't value it or respect it. And, uh, you know, that's a difficult situation for a woman to be in because for me, if a woman doesn't give it up or have sex with me when she wants to, I won't see her again because I don't want to be with a woman who's like listening to society's judgments or fears or insecurities more than her desire overall. Of course, I will do what I can to try and assist her to move through this. But if she's got, I, I don't sleep with guys on the first night ever. For me, like probably I won't see her again in that situation. But you know, it's 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 an understandable self-defense mechanism for women because there are lots of shitty sexual experiences that happen. Many men are bad in bed, don't know how to treat a woman, don't give a shit. Once they've got what they wanted, then yes, they really don't care. They're not being friendly. They're not, you know, being respectful. They're not getting a cab home. A girl said to me recently, there's nobody nicer than a man who hasn't fucked you yet. So, and I was like, wow, yeah, okay, I get it, right? Because she's like, well, every man is so charming and amazing and friendly and, you know, putting on their best side when they're trying to get me into bed. And then after after we fuck, that's when I get to see who he really is. So that's her concerns, I would say. Uh, sometimes it can be a bit of a power play, this one, where it's like I have rules because, you know, I want I want the guy to invest more before I'm going to give myself to him. Now, from my perspective, this is not the game I want to play because in my worldview, pussy and dick are equal value. Not all pussies and all dicks are of equal value, but let's say overall. If a woman's trying to withhold sex to get leverage over me, then I'm not going to play that game. All right? I understand if she's not ready yet, if she's scared, you know, if she's worried about her hygiene or a pussy or whatever. Like I get these things and we can work with those, but when the woman's put, trying to play a game, then I just won't play the game. It's up to you. Maybe you want to play the game. So in the situation where the girl says, oh, you know, I don't, I don't sleep with guys on the first night. How do we deal with that? Well, we can go, all right, cool. Well, I just need you to know that like with, when I'm in bed with you, this is driving me crazy. So if we're not going to sleep together tonight, we should give each other some space. Like you go and lie over there or I'm going to go have a cold shower or all right, let's, let's, uh, let's pause this and play connect for or checkers or something. And so what is this technique? This is known, it's it's an old school pick, pickup artist technique known as the freeze out, 
the freeze out. And and of of the old school kind of tricks and tips, this is the one that I do recommend because it doesn't it's in no way trying to force anything. In fact, it's really just taking away the opportunity for the woman to feel the intimacy and the physicality and and the sex. And this can have the effect of having making her want it. This happens where you're hot and heavy, right? And let's say, you know, you reach your hand down to go between her legs, she grabs you by the wrist and says, no, right? Or gives or just holds your wrist, right? So there's a resistance point there, or she gives one of those statements, just so you know we're not having sex tonight. Then you can do this. You can go, all right, in that case, move over to the other side of the bed. Right. And she's like, why? And I said, because you turn me on so much, I can't keep my hands off you. Right. So the the move to the other side of the bed is interchangeable with many other things, which could be, all right, I need a break. I need to like get, have a break now because you turn me on too much. Right. So I, I get up and I go and get a glass of water. But I don't, obviously, I don't do it in a reactive way. Right. I don't go, oh, all right, fine. No sex. Fuck it. I'm going to go play PlayStation. That doesn't work. Right. That's a petulant boy, didn't get what he wants. And now he's going to storm off and have a, a huff and a tantrum, right? So no, absolutely no. There's no sense of like, oh, rolling eyes or reactive reactivity in any way. It's just like, okay, that's the situation. Well, in that case, I better go and cool down, right? So I've done that before. I'm like, I'm going to go have a cold shower. She's like, why? Look what you've done to me, you know, pointing at my erect dick. I'm like, okay, if we're not going to have sex, that's cool, but I need to go and cool off, right? I've had that where the girl goes, oh, no, 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 and just grabs that she doesn't want to waste that, that hard on and being ruined by a cold shower, I've had it many times where just the action of me taking it away, the girl just chases immediately, right? So I, I'm kissing, kissing. She's like, no, we shouldn't. And then I go, okay, cool. And then I back off. And, and then she comes to kiss me and I go, oh, don't kiss me. And then she jumps on me, right? Like I've, I've had that multiple times. Of course, we can call the bluff and we can have the opposite, which I've also had, where I go, all right, like give me some space. And she goes, okay, cool. And then I go get a cup of tea and I come back and she's snoring and that's it. And she sleeps for eight hours. Okay, called my bluff. Fair enough. If a girl in, in any way just says like, you know, we're not, we're not fucking tonight or, or she puts the brakes on. So instead, what I will say is something along the lines of, listen, if you don't want to sleep with me because you don't want to, then of course I totally respect that, right? It's, there's got to be desire. But if you're, if you do want to sleep with me tonight and you're not because of some rules, for me, that's not so sexy. Like I like a woman who follows her sexual desire. I understand that a lot of men can be disrespectful and, and can treat women not well on the first night. You'll have to take this on faith, but I'm going to make sure that you're well looked after and you're treated wonderfully. And, and then I might be more explicit there and, you know, and your pussy is going to be quivering and squirting in about 45 minutes, but that's up to you. You can decide not to do that if you want. All right. So I'm just letting her know. I'm, I'm letting her know that if this is because it's, it's a no, because you don't want to, of course, no problem at all. Let's stop. Let's have a cup of tea. You don't want to be physical. That's fine. Let's have a chat and I can send you home if you want, right? But if the reason is that you do want to, but you're trying to protect yourself or you're trying to play a societal game or trying to get leverage over me or whatever, that's why I'm saying, I understand that for women, you know, I understand a lot of guys are, right? So I'm, I'm trying to show her I'm on, I'm on her side. This is seductive reasoning. We would, we would, this fits under the umbrella of this, where it's like, I get, well, at least let's say I try to get what it's like to be a woman in the modern world, how you have to protect your virtue, you have to be worried about your safety, you have to be worried about whether a man's going to treat you nicely or fuck with your reputation. You know, you have to be worried about pregnancy and disease and violence, all right? Like, so there's a lot of things that go into, a lot of risk that goes into a, a woman coming home with a man she doesn't know, right? Like a guy she met on Tinder, met on the street, has no social contacts, doesn't, doesn't know his, you know, doesn't know his ID number, doesn't know his friends, doesn't know his criminal record. It's, it's risky for a woman to do this. It's some ways it's amazing that they ever do, 
because it is overall dangerous. And you, to her, are dangerous until proven otherwise, right? And, and so am I, because I'm bigger than most women, I'm stronger than most women, and she doesn't know what I'm capable of. So I need to show her, here's what I'm capable of, making you feel amazing, helping you through your fear to your desire, respecting your boundaries if you put them up for, I mean, if you put them up for any reason, but especially when you put them up for reasons that it's like, this is what I don't want or this is what I do want. And then you'll start to prove to her that you are safe, right? Not too safe, but safe, right? That you are a gentleman, not a nice guy who's pretending to be a gentleman and then is going to get aggressive or reactive or pushy when he doesn't get what he wants. So different from the idea of like that she has a rigid rule set, right? She's decided this is my rules. This is what I do on dates. This is what I don't do on dates. In that case, I use my seductive reasoning to basically go, okay, I get why you would have rules. With me, you don't need them because I'm going to treat you based on on humanity. I'm going to treat you well based on the fact that I respect you. You respect me. We're attracted to each other. We're trying to give each other pleasure. And that's, that's why I'm here. If you're deciding not to do that because you think that I'll respect you more, then I can let you know that's that's not the case. Right? So another variation on that would be, look, I know women have to protect their virtue and like there's a lot of judgment on women for what they do in the bedroom. Here, you don't need to worry about that, right? Because I'm not one of those guys. I'm not going to judge you on if you have sex with me or not. I mean, I've already judged you. You know, when we met and we hung out, I like you as a person. I'm getting to know you. I already respect you. It's whether or not you decide to have sex with me is is kind of irrelevant. In fact, I'll respect you for following your desire as opposed to following the rules, right? So you can see and there's all sorts of ways I could vary that speech or, or adjust it to the specifics of what she says, what is her objection or what are her rules. But you can see what the general tone of it is. I get where you're at and I understand that that is an issue for women. With me, you're safe. You don't need to worry about that kind of stuff here. You can let go. You can go wild. There's no judgment. That's the subtext. That's the message that I'm I'm communicating. Now, if the situation is that she just doesn't feel safe, respected, in the right mood, right? She might be really inexperienced or inexperienced coming home with a guy quickly, right? So a girl, you know, a girl might have a situation where she's had two boyfriends. And, uh, you know, and a short-term fling and that one drunken one-night stand, right, as an example. Maybe, could be way more, could be way less. But she's never had a guy just come up stone-cold sober on the street, chat to her, ask her for a number. Suddenly she's having a cocktail with him that night and it all just kind of flows and it feels kind of natural. And then she finds herself in his house and then she's like, well, what am I doing? I, I'm, I don't know this guy, right? Like we just met. And it's true. You did just met. You just met that day or yesterday. So it's a legitimate fear, remembering back that you're bigger, stronger, more dangerous than she mostly. And so it is, she has to take a big leap of faith to come home with a stranger. So in these situations, she doesn't feel safe. She's not sure if she'll be respected, right? This is where you'll see a lot more hesitation or looking scared. Like, you know, I've had girls where we get, she comes upstairs, but it's like a mouse creeping inside. And, you know, I open the door and I say, come in. And she comes in, she's looking around, right? So she's, nervous. And so I will not leap on her straight away and try to, I'll just make her feel at home. So I'll say, oh, you know, come in, feel it, make yourself at home. Can I get you a glass of wine or you want some water? Or I'll point out the bathrooms over there if you need it. You know, I have often have housemates. So I'll usually warn them like as we're about to come in. So I'll say, oh, by the way, I've got a couple of housemates. They're very sweet Australians or they're lovely couple of Ukrainian ladies. Very, very chill. So uh, no stress. So I just let them know. So if then someone t- comes out of a door, she's not like, oh my God, it's a man or it's a woman. And all, and of course, when you have good wing girls and wing men and housemates, they know that when 
they walk out a door and there's a girl. They're like, they go, oh, hey, how are you? Nice and polite and and disarming. And they'll shake hands and then they'll fuck off <laughs> usually and leave, leave us alone to have some space. Right. So allow her. It's like, you know, like a little rabbit or something coming out at night and checking out the, the area and nervous. And then it starts to settle down and relax and then it feels at home and then it can, you know, enjoy itself. Right. So she comes in in that state, get her a glass of wine, get her a tea, you know, offer her to sit down. I don't jump on her or sit straight next to her and try and grapple with her right away. You know, I might just sit next to her with a bit of space and we chat and relax. And we have a cup of tea or a or wine. And then at some point, you know, she puts the tea down, which is a good sign, or she's not drinking it anymore. And then I'll, I'll just say, hey, give me that. And I'll just put it on the counter. And then I'll say, come over here. All right. And then I'll beckon her to come and sit next to me. And then I might place my hand on her knee. Right, we'll put my arm around her, right? You know, and then I feel that she's physically settling into me. She's relaxed. Okay, now is a good time to escalate, right? Like now, is, now that I can see she's physically more relaxed, and then often, like, you know, men are often so fixated on rushing to get to sex and to get to orgasm, actually. But there's this kind of clamoring, like, is it gonna? Am I gonna get it? Right, so I, she's here. She's kind of in the moon. I, I, I kissed her outside, and I got to keep accelerating this because otherwise I might lose the sex. Now, of course, you can always lose the sex. A girl can change her mind at any point. I've had girls when I've got a finger inside them and we're naked and then she, and then she changes her mind. Okay, it'll happen sometimes. Deal with it. Uh, and it's usually a good sign of your abilities in seduction, I would say. It's like, like the girl's suddenly going, what am I doing? I've got a finger inside me. Who is this guy? No, I better stop because I don't even know him. That means you swept her off her feet and swept her panties off before she had before she really conceptualized what was going on. Right, so... I'm not trying to like rush things through. There's a difference between it's on and she needs time to settle into it. Plenty of times when I'm on a date with a girl, and I say, hey, you want to get out of here or let's let's go with this look in my eyes? Let's go. And she goes, okay. That's like almost always it's she's going to come home and she's just like, let's get home, get naked, right? In that case, yeah, you walk in, you in the elevator, you start making out, clawing at each other, you get inside, you, be, you don't make it to the bedroom and you rip each other's clothes off and, and fuck on the piano. Awesome, right? So there's there's times and places for that. But, you know, I don't know, it's going to depend on the girl and depend on your dynamic with the girl, finding yourself in situations where she needs some time to relax into the space. Remember, why do women have sex? Because it feels right, right now. Not because it's a good idea, not because it makes sense, not because that guy's hot, not because I've heard that he's good in bed. Like, okay, those things will affect it, but the decision itself will be made in the moment where she's like, it just feels right, right? One thing led to another. There was chemistry, right? This is the way she might phrase it, but it's that, okay, her her body's feeling relaxed and excited. She's comfortable physically. Like, is it warm in the house? Are all of the lights blaring? Right. Uh, does it smell in the house? Right. So like making sure your seduction location, when I, you know, whenever I used to go out at night to pick up, I always set up the lights before I left. Right. Bed was made, even though I am a messy person, well known for it. I would always set my bed up, put the lights right, have some water, my speaker, all the things prepped that if I come home with a girl or if I come home with my date, that she walks in and goes, I could be, yeah, I wouldn't mind being fucked in here. Like, and it doesn't have to be a fancy apartment like mine with all the bells and whistles. A lot of the, in my early days, I was in a shitty group house. I had at points a colored light globe 
right? A red light bulb that I would screw into the lamp and that was my lighting. You know, I had a tape deck back then with like my seduction tape on it. I had an incense burner and I had clean sheets and that was about it, right? So it's like, okay, that worked. The girl would come in and go, there's nice mood lighting, there's music on, uh, the bed is clean, I can fuck on this, right? And of course, okay, so there's more and more baller versions of that as you get nicer pad or nicer bed or whatever. But overall, it's that we're trying to influence her senses so she feels sensual, right? That's why we put on music. That's why we might light an oil burner. That's why we have uh, lighting that is not either black because fucking in the dark is weird and no, and very few people want to do that as opposed to fucking under floodlights, which a lot of men would like because then we can see everything. But And, there, and certainly- I, oft, I do that with partners I'm more comfortable with and fucking in the daytime and, you know, it's bright lights or whatever. That's all cool. But certainly, especially for the first time you're with someone, affecting their mood in that way is going to often be the thing that, that LMR is not an issue anymore. But she might have come in to the room and gone or the house going, oh, I'm nervous or whatever. And I'm chill. I don't rush things. You know, I see her to the bathroom. I get her a glass of wine. We sit down, chat. I, put, I come over and I don't frantically. I just quite like slowly come over, turn on my speaker, find my playlist, put on the music. Like I'm not stressing about anything. I'm just set the tone. The lights are already probably set up. Music's on. Got a glass of wine. We sit down. We chill. Put a hand on the knee when I'm talking to her. You know, and then I start to escalate or or I, or I give her five minutes or whatever to feel comfortable. Put the wine down. I say, hey, come over here. I'll lean in, give her a little kiss give her space, you know, and then, then we start to escalate. And then, and then often there is no LMR. It's just that, okay, now she's in the good mood. Now she's like, uh, she could have even walked in the house going, I've got my rules. I don't do this, but I'll just come in and chat to him. And then she feels sexy. He kissed me in this way that made me melt. And he wasn't grabbing at my bra and trying to do high school stuff where you're trying to go straight for the pussy and straight for the tits, which often men do. He's obviously learned from James Marshall and he's got these awesome sensual touches and melting touches and understanding of the difference between an air, water, fire, and earth touch. And so it's just, she just gets out of her head into the like, oh, this feels nice. Or he's giving me a little neck massage and she's like, fuck it, fuck me, whatever. Or the way that he ran his hand down my side and just went over my breast for a microsecond, that was so sexy. All right, fuck it, I want to fuck him, <laughs> right? So as I said, and I've said, I'll probably say many times in this course, she decides to do it when it feels right. So she could definitely change from I'm not sure to I feel good to this feels right. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.